Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome back to the Wallflower Hour. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey guys, it's Jess. Hey Jess. Hey girl. (laughs) So thanks for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about social media. That's right. You heard it correctly. Social media. Because we all use it. Don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see that green button that says you are active and online. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about different types of social media plugs that are out there. We've got like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter. There's so many. I can't even keep track so of them. So many. Me too. But they just keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, which ones are you most active on? Oh my gosh. So before I started my master's program, Girl, I was all up on TikTok. Almost all of these podcasts I've been recording, I always refer to TikTok. And I feel so strange because TikTok kind of sounds like a very young people social media platform, you know, which it is. And so sometimes I feel like that mean girl's mom. You girls make me feel so young. (laughs) So that's how I feel whenever I make references to TikTok. Do you see that one TikTok where she's like, hey guys, and it's like all awkward. And they say, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm (laughs) oh my God. It's because everyone's on a different algorithm, you know? Yeah, Um, I remember when sometimes you would come out with like three new videos a day and I was like all up in that. Like, 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 like. (laughs) That was when quarantine first started because I, for my job, I'm a lab tech. When we went remotely, I'm kind of like, how do I lab tech with no labs? It's kind of really hard. (laughs) So... I had a lot of free time and I was just making TikTok videos left and right. We would send so each TikTok other TikToks job. too yeah. that we thought were freaking hilarious. Yes. I was on TikTok oh. for one point in my life recently <laughs> during quarantine. <laughs> my coworkers call me the TikTok queen. <laughs> oh, okay. They're like, they even made yes, me like a little please. label for my face shield and it was like TikTok queen. So that <laughs> like when people would walk by, they'd be like, TikTok queen, huh? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. We shouldn't be ashamed. We should not be ashamed. I know. But some part of me feels ashamed. Yeah. But who cares, right? At the end of the day, who cares? I just tell people I, I've retired from TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I know people started making requests. And it's like, oh my gosh, I have two cats to feed and I have a boyfriend I gotta love. I ain't got time to feel everyone's request. I know, you know, they're like sending you videos. They would send me videos to be like, did you see this one? And I'm like, are you implying something? <laughs> should I make this one? Yes. Yes, you should. It's so much harder but what to about- make it than it looks though. It is. And don't be fooled, everyone. Okay. I just got to say from our own personal perspectives, none of those videos are taken on the first take. Oh my gosh. Everything no. is Fake, 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 fake. I totally agree. I mean, there are some where they're like joking ones where you're naturally in your environment and it happens. You get like, but those dances, those jokes, what nothing is first take. Let me tell you, I did that J Lo halftime one. I was like, I'll kill this in like two, three (laughs) takes. I was sweating my non existent (laughs) balls. 
<laughs> I was sweating my non-existent balls. Sweating balls my balls off. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm sweating my balls off. I was sweating my non-existent balls off because I was in five layers of sweaters and <laughs> sleeping pants and gear. Like, socks. Yeah, because that was the that was the vision I had. Yeah. My whole thing was I was coming down late in the afternoon, and it's like people are cheering for me. Whatever. <laughs> that was my whole vibe. I was sweating. Yeah. I had to do 20 takes for that thing. So, but people are like, oh, it looks so easy. Oh my gosh. I totally agree. So that birthday party we had at Palm Springs. Do you remember that? So we tried making. How could I forget? (laughs) We tried making one of those TikTok videos where you change clothing. And when you hop, it like changes your clothes when you land. Yeah. And it took seriously like the whole afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) We were sweating our asses off in all these different outfits, our PJs, our dresses, whatever it was. My friends are troopers, man, because it was freaking hot. And they're like, did we get it? Did we get it? (laughs) They're like, no. You're lucky it was your birthday. You got to do it again. It was your birthday. My friend Allie was on the side taking shots <laughs> between every take. Do it for the top. I know. Do it for the top. She's like, Jess, you're lucky I like you. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. So besides TikTok, what else do you, what do you like to use? I think I'm mostly on Instagram. Well, so mm-hmm. I used to use Tumblr a lot, but uh-huh. I haven't used that in years. So ages. Yeah. So I'd say Instagram is probably my number one. TikTok, I on for a while but I actually haven't been on in a long time and then I'd say I check my Facebook every so often but I just kind of like scroll through my feed and then I'm like off Mm -hmm. in like two minutes Um, I don't get like sucked in you know as it would (laughs) like used to yeah and then YouTube every now and then I'll watch like a a video or not but Mm -hmm. not really active on that so I'd say probably Instagram how about you what other ones do you use often well, besides TikTok, okay, I'll be honest. I used to like Instagram, but right now there's just so many ads oh, and yeah. it gets so annoying. I get annoyed. So it's so annoying. I get annoyed. <laughs> no. So, okay. So what I'm trying to say is not only are there like support sponsored ads or whatever, these people you follow are now getting these brand deals which is great for them like shout out to you you a working lady okay but at the same time i don't need to see you every post saying buy some collagen (laughs) it'll make you look nice even though my whole face is plastic surgery you know i'm over it i mean great for you but i want to just see normal stuff you know well it's not and also now my page is like filled with like meme accounts and stuff (laughs) I, I missed when I would be able to actually see my friends post, right. you know, my like actual living. Posts, yeah. And it's like, not like traveling. clouded with all these advertisements or like random yeah. things or like people yeah. that you don't even remember that you're following mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. yeah, all these like random people that you're like, I'm going to just unfollow you because I don't even remember why I right? started following you. But- I mean, Instagram is still great. I still use it. I'm supposed to, air quote, be on break, but I still use it because of messaging. Why are you, you supposed know? to be on I break honestly... from it? Because <laughs> I'm supposed to be studying. 
supposed to be is the key word. I know. So that's kind of something we also wanted to talk about on social media is that it just consumes so much yeah. time. Yeah, I totally agree. What are things that you like about social media and things that you don't like about it? Like I kind of just said, I like that you're able to catch up with friends without actually having to catch up, but not in a stalker way. <laughs> you know, like for instance, I really like Snapchat. Oh, that's oh one yeah, that put Snapchat. On there. Yeah, I actually really like Snapchat because I think conceptually it's such a good idea. For instance, I don't get to see my friends from Taiwan that often or see what they do. And so I feel like Snapchat is a great great social media plug where I am still able to live their life, see what they're doing on a 10 second scale and delete it. Yeah. You know, and I like that concept, That's true. but Snapchat, Snapchat sadly is not very used in every country. Yeah. It's, so. it's like kind of a mix of all of it, right? You're getting a photo, like a gram, but also like the yeah. texting part of it where you can be pretty responsive and you're also getting yeah. like that interaction of staying in touch versus like Instagram, like there's all this junk, you know, and you're just scrolling and scrolling and something might be easily missed, right? Or you're like, so did you mm-hmm. see that one picture I posted? <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll, also I feel like Snapchat isn't filtered. I mean, <laughs> besides the filter <laughs> that we all know we use. I meant like in regards to editing, like at Instagram, a lot of that is so edited that, I feel like Snapchat is more genuine. This is my life right now, unfiltered, unedited. Yeah. Unless it's staged, of course. Sometimes shout out to Joy again. I feel like I shout out to her all the time. But we sometimes when we go to Disneyland, we make like funny little like Snapchat bits. But those are totally staged. But still, it's like in the moment not filtered, you know. Yeah, so. that's true. Another social media plug I really like that I don't think I've told many people is I actually really like YouTube. I know. Grandfather. Wow, shocker. Social media plug. <laughs> I know. Okay, the reason why is I've gotten drawn in and like super sucked into vlogs. So vlogs are video blogging. So people will record their every day and then just post it on, on YouTube. So the reason why I like that, and it sounds weird. I feel like I'm building my profile to become a professional stalker or something, <laughs> watching other people live their lives through Snapchat and YouTube. Well, that's why we're doing this. Cause this is our lives. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason why I started watching vlogs was because when I moved to Taiwan, I felt a very disconnected life to my friends and family and people generally in America because Snapchat wasn't invented yet. I would have lived for Snapchat if it was invented when I first yeah. moved to Taiwan, but it wasn't yet. Actually, iPhone just barely started like sh- that's skyrocketing from there that feels like i know right it was kind of annoying because everyone was super over stimulated by social media like specifically facebook i was the only one in my class that had an iphone everyone took turns the whole class borrowing my phone to check their oh my gosh (laughs) i'm not joking Hey, can I use your phone real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. Check Facebook for an hour. Give it back to me. Another friend. Hey, can I check my Facebook too? Oh, it's like, like during the oh day and during God. school and everyone's yeah. like, what the yeah. heck? I have to wait until I get home. 
exactly. Oh, that's so, crazy. so it was, yeah. So I wanted to feel more in, t- in tune and in interacting with like what's going on in America. I started following this YouTuber called It's Judy's Life. It's a Filipino um, American time? girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she has a vlog. She's a beast. She started off as It's Judy time. And she was a beauty. She doesn't like the term oh, guru, but beauty influencer. Yeah. Beauty queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then so she started having kids and whatever. She started a vlog way a long time ago. And I've just kind of been watching it the whole time. She lives in Seattle, Washington. Shout out, Judy. I've been a long time fan. Probably don't know who I am, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I just feel like after that, conceptually, I just thought it was cool that people would vlog, you know, this concept of seeing how different people live their lives. That's very separate to how we are living our lives right now. It's so cool. And then I started watching different families from different countries. Yeah, Like I watched a family in Ireland. Cool. Like. I want to go there, you know, because I like traveling and stuff. So that's why I like YouTube. I think my whole thing is like non-filtered, you know, unfiltered. Like vlogs are not really filtered, even though you edit it or whatever. But generally speaking, how you are living out your day is yeah. not filtered. Yeah, it's, it's really cool so. to see how people live. And especially, like you said, like people come from different cultures. And so it's just mm-hmm. really cool to see their unedited, like raw footage of how they live their life and you find that they're just as human as we are even though they may be like super yes. popular and superstar my boyfriend and i were watching that whole life in the bubble series on youtube where javel mcgee what i need to no, watch it, this so you know how the nba all had to be in the bubble in florida uh-huh. so there's uh-huh. a basketball player on lakers and he has this um youtube thing called life in the bubble and so he would vlog oh, so like cool. their life in the bubble and just like their road to becoming the champions yeah that is so cool gotta get covid tested (laughs) he has like this really deep voice (laughs) all right gotta turn off the camera now because we're not allowed to have cameras in this room during the meeting but we'll see you at practice they're just like really funny and then he'll show you like what they ate and like yeah that's so cool like how many people would be able to actually see that it was really cool and then you just find that, like, hey, they're just human like us. Like, they're not superheroes mm-hmm. or anything. Mythical <laughs> <know>. creatures. <laughs> but, yeah, so, okay, so that's the reason why I like YouTube, TikTok, and sometimes Instagram, mostly Snapchat. What about you? Um, I think I really like – I'll start with the shorter ones. So, TikTok I like because it's just, like, people are super creative and I just really mm-hmm. find it to be entertaining. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. when I'm doing some of the TikTok videos, it's, like, my way to kind of try something new, right? Like, learn new dances or to challenge mm-hmm. my camera skills or video editing skills. and. Like, <laughs> I know, just a yeah. way to stay creative, I feel like. Um, and then mm-hmm. Facebook, I like just to kind of keep in touch with people that I don't really see or talk to anymore, like people from high school or stuff like that. Or, you mm-hmm. know, occasionally people will share like about an experience in their life. You know, you see like, got married, you know, or got engaged, <laughs> or this person, gender reveal. And then you're like, what? They're having a baby? <laughs> you know, see what people are up to. 
And then Snapchat is nice mm-hmm. for the reasons we talked about. But the one I think that I do use the most is Instagram. And I think the things that I like about it is just, um, I don't know, I like aesthetically pleasing things. So I like when things <laughs> look super nice. Very nice. <laughs> yes. We spent a lot of time yes. on our Wallflower Hour podcast Instagram. <laughs> <gasps> so you might want to check that out. <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm just okay, kidding. I aesthetically pleasing i think so too we actually do yeah. work hard on it so ironically I do, like, learn about what's out there and like have you know everyone has a different vision or or experiences in like a career whether it's like interior design or graphic design or photography or even just you know sharing the story about their journey to becoming a doctor right <laughs> or, you know people just have yeah. the wildest careers sometimes especially nowadays but mm-hmm. it's just nice to like learn about what's out there or see things in a way where you wouldn't normally and to kind of just mm-hmm. it helps to broaden your horizon and gives you ideas for creating what you want so I like that aspect of it too I also like maybe like the self-expression part of it, like the idea of it being your page and things that you want to share with the world or your friends, like whether it's through a photo, right? Because a photo is worth a thousand words. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I like that it could be a photo, but also it could be within the words of what you write in your caption. Um, So sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's you processing your own things and sharing that. Or maybe it's, like you said, kind of being real and raw with your emotions, right? And kind of giving you Mm -hmm. that space. So in a way, kind of incorporating like Tumblr into that. Um, mm-hmm. or blogging and then I like how social media can be yeah. so versatile yeah. you know I'm just doing it just to get some cultural I don't know education or something and you're it sounds more to me like you like it for a form of meditation and inspiration mm-hmm. and I love that there's probably a whole spectrum of different things and different types of an- analytics that people will I don't know, like see on their page, which I think is crazy because we just see probably right. like a micro spec of the whole system. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of good things that I feel are out there that can come from social media. But I also think that mm-hmm. there are a lot of negative things. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Beloved wallflowers, it is time for some tea. Out your tea. We're going to talk Ooh. about what we don't like about the social time media. Spill the tea. Ding. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> okay, so um, sidetrack. <laughs> when Chris and I were deciding what we were going to name our podcast, <laughs> we were thinking of all these different names with the word wallflower in it. And one of them was <laughs> Beloved Wallflower. <laughs> and so we just kept saying that. <laughs> Sounds like too, like. <laughs> grandma like tea time like so we're like maybe every time we have like something we want to spill the tea on we could be like it's (laughs) spill the tea time i think it's also because i was watching bridgerton from netflix and it's like an english kind of show and i was like oh beloved wallflowers and then i'm like oh no never mind but ironically (laughs) we voted a lot for (laughs) 
into. Beloved wallflowers, it is time for us to split. Let us talk tea. about the things we don't like about social media. This is great. <laughs> you have reached the United Kingdom version of the Wallflower Hour. <laughs> this is us just being us. And immature, <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> none, none at all. This is you guys should see our behind the scenes <laughs> edited cuts. It's literally just laughing Not and literally, but pants, coming close. Much. Okay, let's Speaking reel it back. Reel it back. Okay. You know how early I said that social media can be a good way to find like community or to find or like to meet new people. <laughs> Not in a dating uh-huh. way, yeah. but it's funny because the running joke of how my boyfriend and I met or reconnected was that I slid into his DM because <laughs> I messaged him <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> through the DM. So I didn't know that. Fun of me and they're like, she slid into my DM, dude. Uh, that it's is either that or tea. they laugh and they say like, oh, we had a table at Vegas at a club. <laughs> so that's the reason why I like went over or whatever. <gasps> it's nuts. They just throw I you know. under the bus. That's dude. a talk for another time when we talk about relationships. <laughs> another time. But another now time. it's time to spill the tea. <laughs> the other tea. Back yes. to the social media tea. So what do, what do you not like about social media? Ooh, girl. Um, so like one, uh-huh. we talked about how uh-huh. social media can be very tiny time-consuming like you could just be on your phone and scroll and scroll and scroll and then kind of fall into this deep black hole of like and then suddenly it's (laughs) 12 or you wake up and you're like crap I'm supposed to be at work right now and I'm still in bed (laughs) you know (laughs) really I should be studying and instead I'm like Mm -hmm. like like clicking all these like hashtags to find out more you know so i don't like Mm -hmm. that it can be pretty time consuming and before you know it like an hour or two hours have gone by sorry can i tell this (laughs) quick story i know we just got on track but you are going to die okay so when social media was kind of shooting off when Mm -hmm. i was living in taiwan people started yeah. using hashtag and I kept asking people, I was like, what's a hashtag? And they were trying to explain to me and they said, you know, it's like the number sign. And I was like the pound sign. Why is it called a hashtag? And then everyone was started doing hashtag SMH. Okay. I didn't know what that was. I thought it was like <laughs> a charity thing. I thought something happened like catastrophic event. And in order to donate, oh you have to gosh. hashtag SMH. So I would put hashtag SMH on the randomest things, but I guess it worked out because SMH is yeah. you don't know is shaking my head so i would be like i'm so thankful for my life prayers go out <laughs> hashtag smh and i didn't know and then when i found out i was like oh wow i'm such an idiot delete That's delete so del- but yeah so yeah time okay. consuming time consuming yeah. um there are times where i really don't like like the superficiality of it or you know how like you can just post all the really good things or the beautiful photos you know or, yeah you can just make things look really good when in reality people can mask like the reality of what's going on or kind of sugarcoat things or you know like the message 
where, you know, like younger people are looking at what you're posting and then like kind of learning from that. Or I also think another thing is it can make you kind of have this mentality of comparing yourself, Mm -hmm. like kind of judgy. So I know, you know, for me, like being real, like there are times where I'll not like a picture because probably that girl looks better than me, you know, or Mm -hmm. I like I said, I kind of getting ideas from people and like just wanting to recreate that versus like finding my own like kind of artistic flair, you know? So mm-hmm. I think sometimes you can get stuck in this mindset of like, oh, how can I make this look good? Or how can I look better? Right? Or how can I yeah, just kind of like, I don't like to be judgy, you know, be like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. like that, you know, or oh, look at her, blah, blah, blah. she probably shouldn't post that you know it's just unnecessary pressures of social media about like what people think and i think that that's just a whole new category of toxicity that social media brings yeah that's definitely like a huge reason why i don't like social media and why i find that there's that struggle right of okay how much time do i spend on this Mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't want to spend that much time on that like you know like there's so much more Mm -hmm. to live for in life and to experience and going it goes back to the whole it Mm -hmm. being time consuming and like years down the line am i gonna want to look back and be like oh like why did i spend so much time like trying to edit this perfect photo you know and like posting it or Mm -hmm. spending so much time like scrolling and looking at other people's lives versus like living my own and so I think that's a big Mm -hmm. thing that I don't know sometimes I I reflect on actually pretty frequently and I was just reading in my journal this morning actually it was (laughs) (laughs) a diary is there a locket on it it is the burn book (laughs) (laughs) This is the fugliest girl. But yeah, so I was just reading and it was from a podcast. (laughs) Shout out, self-care is sexy. (laughs) But it was from her podcast and I think it was talking about cultivating a sense of like self-care and how we do that and it was how to honor yourself and have confidence with your self-care and one of the things that she said that really stood out to me is um, you don't get your value or self-worth from others or external factors no one can take that away from you so it was just like at home Mm. for me because I think a lot of the times in social media like even though we don't like to admit it we do find value in like people people's attention right and people like validation you know especially now that we don't have as much human interaction with the vast number of people it's just like nice to hear that you know and like get validation to know that people are like thinking of you but at the end of the day, it's not about getting your value or self-worth from others, but it's really finding that worth in yourself and who you already are and valuing yourself. And that's kind of like the struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think there, I go through waves where I'm like, oh, I want to post this because it's aesthetically pleasing to me or but Mm -hmm. then at the same time i'm like why do i need to share this you know who's gonna care about this cup of yeah what am i proving (laughs) that's just like goes through my mind sometimes and so i don't know i think 
I'm trying to be more mindful of the things that I post. And again, just trying to Mm -hmm. do that for myself and, you know, for the memory aspect of it. And because I like aesthetically pleasing things. (laughs) Yeah. And that's okay. You know, I I feel the pressures of social media have kind of taken Mm -hmm. away the joy of having social media. This is Again, this is just my own opinion, and I fe- I personally feel like since we have the right and this power to express ourselves, why do we have to contain ourselves into this mold of yeah. perfection? I'm okay with just seeing non-filtered perversions of people, but more so, I feel really bad for those people, like you said. They're so busy and consumed about portraying right. this perfect life when life is not perfect, and You're just wasting your time for people that you don't even really know when you are letting the people Mm. you do know right next to you. That's good stuff. Yeah. To be honest, there are times where I'm like, do you think I could be an ambassador for like, you know, whatever workout clothing brand, being an ambassador for this really cute bikini company. I love their bikinis. They're super cute, but they're so expensive. So I'm like, I want to try to be an ambassador. I can get like Uh free bikinis. (laughs) I know, but at the same time. Nothing wrong with that. It's like, do I really want to spend like all this time like trying to like take nice photos right just for some free bikinis like I don't know I feel like if that's your job or like you said that's something that you're constantly striving for like having all eyes on you like 24 7 I feel like that could be super draining especially for an introvert like me like I think it would be fun and cool for Mm -hmm. yeah like a few days or but to constantly have to do that Mm -hmm. as a way to I don't know gain an income or to gain followers or whatnot like no thanks like I'm good (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah not that we're against it or bagging on them for by all means I am so down (laughs) for you making that bread honey okay but my whole thing is about being genuine like this whole thing a facade of this perfect life going traveling whatever that's nice but practice what you preach You know what I'm saying? For instance, something that really bugs me about social media is people are advertising, like a lot of people, like for you, like you want to do like the sports where whatever, but you're a normal person. Okay. And you, you want to, you want to emphasize yourself, you know, give your whole essence. But there are these people who are being toxic in a way that they don't realize because they are advertising fitness, lingerie, like all this stuff when they are plastic surgery. And that is totally fine. If you want to do plastic surgery, that's, you know, I've had plastic surgery. Mine's was for health conditions, but I mean, if that's that's what you want. That's totally fine. But do not go and advertise. You're going to get this nice <laughs> round peachy But if you do five squats a day. I've done that. <laughs> and I'm still flat as a pancake. Let me say that. Do You're going to do bench presses. You'll get a bigger boobs. Girl, I am still on braless <laughs> because I am thinner than a flatbread. Okay. But you get what I mean? Like, if you want to do that, if you want to chase that bread and butter, I am all for it. But do not spread toxicity. They are spreading toxic lies to people. And the worst part is admit to it. If you admit to it, cool. I'm okay with it. If you go out there, there are a ton of plastic surgeons that will vouch and say they will pull, you can pull up their Instagram, be like, got their butt Mm -hmm. done, got their butt done, got their butt done, you know? And it's like, you're trying to 
spread this image of a perfect body that's not even real and yeah. attainable and unless I think you have that's money. Having this image for like the future generations and things like that, I think it's mm-hmm. it's tough. Yeah. Like, Sorry, everyone's gonna have like a different opinion. Everyone's gonna be sensitive in a different aspect of what you post or say. Um, and you can never yeah. please everyone mm-hmm. and you know like even with what we're saying now people can listen to that and be like oh my gosh like you just said you don't like that social media can make you judgmental but yet you're being judgmental but at the same time it's like well we're just sharing your thoughts yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. These, again these are our own opinions and our own thoughts and our own beliefs but speaking no, of the young yeah. generation sorry let me get this one more thing out for instance another thing that bugs me is the fact that your influencers not a lot of people have that opportunity to influence such a large audience don't get me wrong love the kardashians i follow them and i'm all keeping up okay but realistically it makes very very sad that kylie and kendall they're so young they're so young and they have such a large following i felt like they could have influenced the younger generation in some way towards positivity instead kylie jenner is getting lip fillers at 16 so now naturally all the high school girls want to get lip fillers that's so crazy at 16 you're still growing dude like i said i've had this conversation with my friend and he said if she wanted if she didn't feel comfortable about the way she looked and she wanted to get it fixed she should be allowed to do that and i agree her getting her lips changed her life she is like a billionaire now right but at the same time you change culture now these high school girls are like wearing crop tops getting boob jobs lip fillers (laughs) they okay we're 30 and we look younger than them like honestly i'm not even joking we I'm sitting here in a Sailor Moon t-shirt <laughs> from Target. Meanwhile, these girls are all in crop tops living yeah. that music video life. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, like, you're influencing a culture. Like, like the people who are doing good, like, can influence, yeah. you know, the mindsets of young people. If you have that, like, you how rare else? is it? Oh. Maybe, like, Justin Bieber. Speaking of you which, know. you know what else, girl? Yeah. Not only <laughs> influencing the culture what, and, like, the expectations for like younger women and like people that want to look like that or look up to that but Mm -hmm. like do you get bothered by like male expectations of like you know I don't know because I feel like when guys scroll through Instagram and they're seeing these influencers or these hot girls it's like oh my gosh you're so beautiful you know or like you know obviously Mm -hmm. they're gonna think they're sexy or hot or whatever but then it's like they say, you know, yeah. like usually some guys will say like, oh, I don't like when girls wear like a ton of makeup and like, um, I like more natural looking. But where do you think that I'm filter like, look came girl. from? Yeah. Exactly. They're spending every day like working out to look good yeah. specifically for social media. Yeah. But then you're saying, I, I don't like that though. You know, like you like the look of that and the idea of that, but that's not what you yeah. really like. But it's causing them to like have this like expectation of like why don't you look Mm -hmm. like that right chasing a fantasy not chasing a fantasy and it's annoying hashtag (laughs) (laughs) sma 
capital mother freaking bolded S to the <laughs> MH. This is a charity for toxicity. And I can't stress it enough. Like, that's their choice and their life to live, you know, to each their own. And I totally, that's like, true. Yeah. For that. At the same time, like, I guess it comes to like the values, right? Like I just, we are both people that just value that genuineness and just being real, being honest. And, you know, we're even honest with how we're at fault sometimes from like being judgmental. Like we're human. Dude, speaking of men's idealism, uh, I might not even put this in, but maybe. Um, it's funny you said that because before I was dating my boyfriend, I was doing online dating. It was weird because I would feel this connection and we would chat for a long time. But the second they <laughs> saw me in person, something got turned off. And I'm telling you guys, I'm not really good at the filters and the photo editing. And I even had to ask my friends, does this even look like me? Because something's weird. It's because they have this imagination you know even though i'm texting you i'm being me whatever they just start imagining what i actually am like and by the time i meet them they're just like oh (laughs) that's not what i thought (laughs) you know so it's like the same for like that's what i'm saying about influencers and whatever before i had like a serious relationship i thought it was like youtube this perfect let's go on a trip (laughs) but then in real life i'm like with what money you know (laughs) so it's it's just hard to it's it's a fantasy i think for for sure i i pinpoint instagram youtube like all of that is just a fantasy and that's why they're making money you know they are selling entertainment have you heard of the fire festival i think it's on youtube festivals on amazon youtube netflix oh Mm -hmm. my gosh okay so the social dilemma i mean it's a slow start but after you get the first past the first like 20 minutes it gets more interesting but it just kind of talks about like there's this dilemma like Mm -hmm. Like, programmers, like, it has, like, Facebook, Twitter, um, all the, like, big company, like, social media names or people that have helped, like, to design yeah. the program. They talk about, like, how we live in this culture where, like, everything that you see or scroll or click on, Facebook, Google, all these different medias, like, every time you click on it, it filters things to where it caters more and more to you so they get to know the system gets to know you in a sense so they better know how you respond and how you affect like respond to your emotions and things like that and it's crazy because in the documentary it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know it just kind of like makes you realize that we are essentially becoming like robots yeah so the only people that can stop it or affect change or you know kind of break the cycle Mm -hmm. are the creators right of the system but because they're so successful and they're making all this money they're not going to stop it right it's their livelihood (sighs) and so it yeah it's just kind of a crazy like like why can't we just live in a world where we sell sunshine (laughs) and rainbows and niceness (laughs) and kindness i know in a perfect world huh but yeah it's 
so that's the documentary. And that's crazy. I I've have known, to watch that. Uh, yeah. I've known a lot of people who, well, not a lot, but some people who have like gone off Facebook, deleted their Instagram because they're like, okay, that's, that's kind of scary that it's come to this point where we can't essentially like we can't survive or we don't know who we are as a culture, as a world without like social, social media. media. Yes. Yeah. And then one also, time. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I completely agree with that because one time I gave up social media, like the main forms of social media, that's not excluding like messaging systems for uh, fasting for for religious reasons until Easter. So like a 40 day fast Mm -hmm. girl, I have never felt so lost in my social circle in my life. Like people would be talking about things. I did not know what they were talking about because they assumed that I was following on social media. Like one of my friends was having a birthday and she was, she said, so you're coming on Saturday, right? And I was like, coming to what? It's like, um, my birthday. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Cause she sent the birthday invites on Facebook. Oh and I my didn't gosh. Know. Yeah. And it's so crazy how detached you will feel from your social circle. Once you detach from social media, however, comma, bolded <laughs> comma. Okay. I a hundred percent believe that I was at peace without social media. Like you are disconnecting from all that toxicity. I have never felt more at peace in my brain about perfection and all that stuff ever. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think there was a moment in time too, where I was studying for my board exam Mm -hmm. and I had gotten off social media and I was like, Oh my gosh, why does it feel like I have so much time in the world? Like, I don't even know what to do. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But it was so good. Like your hands all twitching. (laughs) Very liberating, but it's so interesting because I think I do pretty okay without it. Like, I can mm-hmm. survive without it. Mm-hmm. I, but then at the same time, I think it's when I see other people on it, mm-hmm. right? When I'm mm-hmm. taking a break, then I'm like, oh, like, no human interaction. Yeah, because like, now everyone is just on their yeah. phone. Because it's not like I'm the only one who's going to think like that, right? Yeah. Or, you know, take a break from that. Yeah. If other people are still on their devices and... You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like mm-hmm. me over here twirling my thumbs, being a wallflower. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, the other one was the fire festival. Yeah. I don't, I can't believe you haven't heard of this, but. Is that the there, Burning Man? No, there was a, okay, so there was this fe- guy. He's an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, kind of loop crazy, but he started this thing called the fire festival. And he mm-hmm. said that he promised all these things, like you, you'll get your private hut on the beach, like, and he got all these influencers, like runway models, like the Hadids, like mm-hmm. the Jenner, like, you know, Kardashians, whatever. And so he got them to like, just spread the word on this festival that was going to be super crazy, super cool. Like you won't want to miss it. Thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. And it was a freaking nightmare. Like what? all these people sold out tickets. And, like, then he started making these, like, package deals. Like, oh, you can get, like, a private, like, beach house. Like, and then with your food cover, like, we're going to have a 
biggest DJs and like hottest, you know, like uh-huh. things. And when people showed up, no joke, it was like those geometric, like emergency, like tents everywhere, wet mattresses on the floor because it had rained the night before. Oh my they god. They were okay, this became really popular, but someone took a picture of the grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> that they were just handing out because they were in like crisis mode right uh-huh. so like they're all expecting like you know this grand Gourmet festival food, yeah. yeah and so someone's like this is an effing joke like they promised us like five star menu uh-huh. like this is our meal and then that like spread like crazy and like it was a hot hot mess and like the guy who created it like literally ran away like he just was nowhere to be found and like it was the biggest scam ever and like you know obviously the models were like what the hell and like they had to do a whole apology like i'm so sorry for promoting this thing like that i thought you know like it was insane you have to watch it you're gonna be like what the hell like is this real life can you imagine if there was social media back when we were in high school i mean there was myspace (laughs) if you don't know what myspace is yeah emo songs for days oh my gosh you know code those backwards myspace yeah yeah go go for it if you don't know what MySpace is, go to MySpace.com right now and create an account. I'm just kidding. Do you think MySpace even exists? Yeah, it's still there. I really? checked it the other day. So what MySpace is, is it's like Facebook, literally. Facebook kind of just jacked off the idea of MySpace. I mean, don't come for me, Facebook. I'm just saying how it is. Except MySpace, you were able to put like songs on your profile. You were able to have your top three, top 10 best friends, you know, (laughs) and leave comments. And it's literally like Facebook. Um, Except it was a lot messier, like kind of more artistic. You could make your own backgrounds. We were... We were all coding engineers. I know, at that time. like Zanga. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my God, Zanga. Um, but yeah, so MySpace, you could add like your top songs that you were into for like the day yeah. or week or month mm-hmm. or whatever. So you could share that. Yeah, you could like code your own backgrounds and like little. At the time, I didn't even know, but you're essentially like making your own gifts, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like you could have like stars falling down your page. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> and you could pick like your top top three best friends or five best friends. And it was like such mm. a big drama when, how come I'm not on your top five Yes. <laughs> But it was such a more simpler day than right now having to have a perfect, but can you imagine living though with like current social media in high school? How would you, how would you feel like, man, that's such a, I'm trying to even think about how it was, you know, back in the day. But yeah, like we said, I feel like all the platforms we had when we were younger, like Zynga. Yeah, I think we were still I think we were still in the category of I was saying that we were not filtered as much. Exactly. Still being us. These are the music choices we like. Exactly. These are the friends. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say that, you know, it was still, you know, something that you created to make it 
your style, right? It's what mm-hmm. you liked. It was mm-hmm. the backgrounds and the pictures and the vibe mm-hmm. that you yeah. were really like versus <laughs> trying to make it now mm-hmm. into like trying to fit into like, wow, well, this is what's popular. This is what's trending, right? Hashtag this, you know, and like it's easier to be a follower in a sense mm-hmm. versus you just being you and being sharing that. Okay, can I say how judgment free it was everyone go back to your myspace and look at your username that's how judgment free it was (laughs) you know what my my username used to be i was like i cannot come up with anything creative i looked down and my username was little miss stinky i remember that little mac and cheese (laughs) yeah and i spelled cheese wrong it's little mac and cheese (laughs) but that's what i'm talking about you see how that's how you know it was completely a judgment-free zone because all of our names were whack i think mine was lil like l-i-l little like lil x 40 x chica (laughs) and then it's like capital lowercase capital lowercase oh my gosh yeah so i like that is like much more judgment free for sure I can't imagine now like if you think about it like the kids who aren't going to school nowadays mm-hmm. like social media is essentially is like all they have which is so and learning scary I know I know because like okay say if they were going to school during this time and they did have all these social media things like I could see mm-hmm. why like cyberbullying and like you know, just like how it would contribute to so many things. Mm-hmm. Like it's an influence essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just creating this divide, right? Of like, oh, well, yeah. this is me. This is what I'm into. Or like, oh my gosh, did you see what that person posted the other day? And like, I feel mm-hmm. like rumors could be so much more easily spread. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I couldn't imagine like living like when in high school and like having so many of these different platforms and if you think about it when we were in high school or like younger like we had mm-hmm. aim which was like we're having <laughs> literal conversation it's like you had to you had to put in a way message because <laughs> your your conversations on aim which is aol instant messenger were so important <laughs> That you have to put not only away message, you had to make sure that you were on idle, not on. And don't forget, you have to insert your plug for your face, MySpace, just in case they forget who you are. And don't forget, you have to put BBL if you're going to take a long time and BRB if you're just going to be right back. <laughs> because it made a difference (laughs) if you guys have any idea what we're talking about you speak our language but yeah like I feel like that's what we had in high school and like when we were younger like yeah it was it was literally our way of texting we still memorized each other's phone numbers and called each other and I don't know man we would stay up till like 12 a.m 2 a.m those were the days yeah. when our parents would be like, go to sleep. Why are you awake so late? And you're just like, <laughs> I'm just, 
having this really great conversation, you know, with my friends and like, <laughs> man, it was, that was a thing back then. It, AOL instant messaging. Yeah. On the desktop. <laughs> yeah. With dial up. We couldn't just pick up our laptops or pick up our phones and take it to our room. We had to, you know, sit in front of our parents. And when we would, they were coming back, minimize, uh, I'm, I'm doing homework. <laughs> I'm doing my paper (laughs) and it only has my name on it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'd be, I, I'm shout. I'm not like putting down anyone. I just, my heart goes out to youngsters because it's not everyone, but those who are very impacted by social media, I, I feel like I wouldn't be able, honestly, I don't feel like I would be able to survive high school through social media nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, because of the fact that, I don't know, I wouldn't even know what is like, how to keep up. And if you don't keep up, you're not cool, right. you know, and, and right now like it's confusing. They're like promoting, I saw this article about like kids promoting depression. That's not some, like, it's an awareness, but not something you promote to be cool. You know, that's a real problem that people have. And yet you're like trying to hop on that train. Oh, I'm so depressed. I need a Zanny. Yeah. Or like adding to that toxicity as we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I feel like, man, kids already have like so much pressure to like figure out this whole system of doing school online. And like even Mm -hmm. like hearing my coworkers talk about their kids who are, you know, preteens or like change, like, Going through those transitions of, like, middle school to high school, high school to college, mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah, like, we had instant messaging where if we did feel, like, depressed or, like, really going through a hard time, we had those outlets where we could talk to people, like, have genuine conversations yeah. and feel supported by that. But I feel like right now it's, like, I feel it would be harder to express yourself or, like, mm-hmm. people are using social media to express, you know, that in that way and... You know, we mm-hmm. can't just like drive over to each other, you know, or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, mm. it's tough. Like let's, let's set a challenge. I don't know if y'all do it, but maybe we should all try it together. We should all try to not do social media for one day and just live in the moment. How about mm. that? I like that. Live in the moment for 24 hours. Yeah. That's a good challenge. And then everyone's going to post their 24 hours living in the moment. <laughs> Doing a 24 hour like fast. See ya. From Instagram. <laughs> Just so you know, it won't be on social media for 24 hours doing a challenge with the Wallflower Hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, everyone should try yeah. it. Yeah. If you're, if, or try to set, if you have an iPhone, there's this new thing where if you use something for a certain amount of hours, It'll lock you out. Yeah. So I heard from <laughs> Jess. So yeah, we should all try it. I agree. And maybe it's not even taking that 24 hours, but maybe even also just reflecting on where do you stand with your thoughts on social media? Do you feel like it mm-hmm. adds to your life? Do you feel like it, yes. it makes yes. you a more positive and confident person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like there are parts that, are very toxic to you and that you feel puts you down and if so like why be around that 
right? Or yeah, or yeah. Um, so yeah. maybe it's even just kind of reflecting on that. Well, if you've been listening this far into the podcast, we thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that just everything we've talked about with you know social media, the pressures of it, what we like, the positive things and the negative, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, that something would resonate with you and we thank you so much for listening and we can't wait to see you next time which is in two weeks so from this episode on we're gonna do every other week because mama gotta feed her two cats (laughs) okay bye. bye thanks for joining see you next time